Can you imagine your life where money is your friend, working with you to achieve all your dreams and desires? If you struggle seeing money as your friend, then join Kathy Cook Noble, financial advisor and educator on understanding how your money can work for you. It is possible. Now, here is Financially Speaking with Kathy Cook Noble. Good afternoon and welcome to Financially Speaking on the Inspired Choices Network. I am your host, Kathy Cook Noble, and I feel like Happy New Year is just here and gone and we're halfway through January it feels like. So uh, we're going to talk tonight about financial planning before any more time gets away with us because things seem to move very fast in this world and we seem to uh, have days run into weeks and then the months and the next thing you know it's Christmas again. So today we're, we're talking about financial planning and like all things on the Inspired Choices Network our goal is to help you to be the, the very best version of yourself, quite frankly. And my, my small part in that is the financial part where I like to share uh, every week a different topic of conversation that we should be having in the world of finance, not the world of finance as we know it on TV or as it's portrayed in the movies or uh, as much as Wall Street was my, one of my favorite movies and as great as it is, uh, that is not the kind of movie that we need to be getting our financial education from. Uh, what we need to understand in finance is, is really what matters to us. So what matters to you, what matters to your family, um, what your goals are. And, and by that, I don't mean New Year's resolutions. Uh, I, I see where a lot of people do that and end up very disappointed. Uh, I am not a New Year's resolution fan. I am not one that does that. Um, <clears throat> I'm not one. Uh, I don't disapprove for sure. But uh, in, in my experience, I think instead of waiting until one day every 365 days to make a, a promise or a goal for yourself, I think you're better off to do that as your life requires it and as you need it and as you feel it's the right time. So in the case of New Year's resolutions, I see a lot of people and, and we've talked about this before Christmas I, a little bit on the show. But I see a lot of people where they set these uh, these goals for themselves and then they're, they're so disappointed when they don't reach them and they're they're upset with themselves and and then they they get down on themselves and then they think they can't do it. And why didn't I hit it by this time? And, you know, why didn't I get in this fantastic shape? I started I joined the gym in January and it's now the end of February and I, I don't look like one of those people on TV. <laughs> and uh, then we end up feeling bad about ourselves. And and, and I'm not a fan of that. Um, I think what we really need to do is take an inventory of, of what we and our families need and, and want. And if getting into that kind of shape is your goal, then I'm all for it. Absolutely. If that is what makes you happy and makes your life better, then absolutely make that goal for yourself. Don't wait and torture yourself because it's January 1st and you haven't been to the gym and it's January by January 2nd. Don't torture yourself like that. If your goal is to physically make a change, then just say, okay, what is, you know, maybe it's October 1st and you've decided that the time is right, the financials are right, that your health is right, your attitude's right, um, your time availability is right, and you're going to take that exercise class, or you're going to do Aquafit, whatever the case is at your, your um, facility that's near you. And you say to yourself, okay, this is what I want to do. And you set out a, a path and say, okay, what's, what, why do I want to do this? 
Uh, what's the reason for it? What do I hope to accomplish? And when do I hope to accomplish that? And is that something that's realistic for me to, to do in that short a time? That's in a healthy way. And I say that because, you know, if it's October 1st and you want to lose 50 pounds by the end of October, yeah, I'm sure there's ways you can do that. And that's not going to be very healthy. So we want to help make sure what we're doing in our life is sustainable and it's healthy, healthy mind, healthy body, healthy spirit. Uh, there's nothing original from me about that. That's something I learned a long time ago when I was teaching at the Y. And I just thought that is absolutely right. And that's what I like about the Inspired Choices Network, honestly. That's what, what reminds me of my, my time at the Y was you see a, a network like the Inspired Choices Network and you see the instructors or hosts or coaches or whatever you want to call them. Sometimes you just call them your friend because it feels like you're talking to a friend with them. They're talking to you, actually, a lot of the time when you listen to their shows and uh, replay on the over 50 platforms where the podcasts are and the, the TV. Um, when you start to see that uh, these, these wonderful people who are specialists in their own particular category are able to share with you different pieces of advice or different pieces of information that will help you string together a, um, a better version for yourself of what your your life is wanting to be that's what the inspired choices network is so for the little piece and the um financial side of it you can tune in and i'll talk to you about the daily stuff uh, i'm not going to get into whether or not you should be buying bitcoin and how to trade it and what the cannabis industry is looking like and what stocks to buy that's not what this show's about um this show is about sharing how to understand your financial situation, why you need to understand your financial situation and why it only matters that you understand your own financial situation. You don't need to understand your friends, your neighbors, your cousins. You don't need to understand your coworkers who, you know, embellish a little bit to make things sound better about their financial situation. And there's other coworkers who downplay their financial situation. So you don't realize how well they're doing or what they're doing. That's not what you need to know. You need to know what affects you, what affects your family. Where do you and your family want to be? What do you and your family want to have? And that might be a boat. That might be a pool in the backyard. That might be a trampoline for the kids. That might be time to spend with your grandchildren to spoil them at Christmas or birthdays. Uh, it might be traveling. It might be an, a whole spectrum of options that you have. Um, and whatever it is, is right for you. And that's what I tell everybody every night. And that's what I, I hope people will understand and take away from it. Because I think, especially right now after Christmas, uh, Christmas is, you know, it's the most wonderful time of the year. So the song says, and it's also one of the most depressing times of the year for a lot of people. And coming out of that, sometimes we need some support. And coming out of that, I can tell you some financial stress happens because now all of a sudden we're starting to get the credit card statements. We're starting to see, um, the effects of a uh, pandemic, that there's another shutdown going on or lockdown happening. Um, there's a lot of stress associated with not just that pandemic, but your family and how is that going to affect your family? This is the time to start looking at your finances, uh, not just seriously, because I know everybody is serious about their finances. What I find is the fear of looking at the finances is what we need to overcome. And fear is, is nothing but the power you give it. I've said this before, I'll say it again. Money is not an emotional 
being money has no emotions for you money has no emotions for me um we we can be afraid of it we can be embracing of it but the reality of it is money is not sitting anywhere talking to its friends saying hey it's if you don't want me i'll go somewhere else or this person loves me more than the other person so i'll let them make more of me that's not it at all money's there for us to to handle in the healthiest way and attract as much as we need or want and that's really what we're talking about tonight. So we've talked before about how to get ready for the year. Tonight, I want to talk about financial planning for the year. And I'm not going to get into some, for anyone who's joining us for the first time, uh, I don't get into some wild metrics and mathematics formulas. Uh, I'll save that for our, our uh, friends on BNN and CNBC and all those other shows, because they make it a little bit complicated for, for all of the everyday people to really follow. So unless you're spending your whole day like I am as a financial advisor and you're watching it all day because that's what your job is um, to know bookkeeping and finance and taxes and estate planning because that's what my practice does. Uh, if that's your job, then fantastic. You're probably watching the same stuff and reading the same stuff I am. If your job is not that, then you probably are not spending 8, 10, 12 hours a day uh, immersed in financial topics and conversations. So that's what this show's for, to help you weed through all that stuff and just get what's right for you. So tonight we're going to talk about our financial planning. And I encourage you to, if you, if you can't join us for the whole show, or if you are unable to log in uh, to the live show and you want to watch us on a replay, I, I encourage you to join us and check us out on the Inspired Choices Network. Uh, we have over 50 platforms, like I mentioned, that we're on uh, podcasts with all the shows, not just mine. <laughs> of course, I want you to watch mine, but uh, there's a lot of great shows and a lot of great um, hosts that we have here. So if you need a little bit of help with your kids or if you need a little bit of help with your pets or you need a little bit of help with your business or maybe you need some help with your mindset, um, then there's a lot of shows here that you should be looking at and plugging yourself into. Uh, reach out to the hosts uh, like me. You're always welcome to ask them questions. Uh, I encourage you to send me topics because that's frankly where I get my topics from. People will send me stuff or I will, they'll email me, they'll call me, they'll text me, or they'll be talking to me and they'll say, why haven't you done something? Or well, I don't understand this topic or what does this mean? Or, you know, uh, these kind of questions that people have and those are the things that I really want us to focus on here. I want us to focus on the stuff that you ask yourself every day or you question somebody on when you hear it. Uh, maybe you don't understand the difference between the different kinds of mortgages. Maybe we don't understand uh, how bank fees work. Um, we've done shows on things like that. Maybe we don't realize that it's super, super important for us to have a will. Um, and we've definitely talked about that because that is um, a major, major, major point that I've talked to many people about. And that is one of the things that we have um, talked about in the past and we will talk about again because that is a super important conversation to have. Uh, so these are some of the topics that we'll tackle here. Uh, planning for your, for your year. Uh, I'm a big fan of planning, uh, not just financial planning, but planning in general. You know, if you're planning renovations, you don't just start with a hammer and hope that you get what you end up looking for. You start with a plan to say, hey, if we're renovating a bathroom, um, where, what do we need? Do we need a sink? Do we need a tub? Do we need a shower? 
Uh, where are we going to put these things? Should we have plumbing? And who's going to do the plumbing? So what we'll do is we'll talk about those kind of conversations and how we plan for it. So we are going to talk today about um, financial planning. I'm going to talk to you about some of the benefits of financial planning. I'm going to talk to you about uh, why it's important. I'm going to talk to you a little bit about working with an advisor like me. It is not required. Absolutely not. So this is pretty uh, broad for all of our listeners around the world. Uh, this isn't just Canadian because I'm based in Canada doesn't mean this is just a Canadian topic or I know in the past we've talked about different concepts of investments and different avenues for investments like uh, RSPs in, Saint, in, uh, in Canada and uh, 401ks in the United States. Um, so there are some specific vehicles for different countries, but tonight the financial planning is for everybody. Um, we talked before Christmas about uh, why we're going to do planning and then what we're going to look at. And now we're going to look at um, actually how to do it, why it's important and the pieces that it's going to cover off. So tonight, uh, that's going to be our topic on finance. And I'm just checking because I do have a question and we're going to answer all these questions as they come in. And I'm going to help you as best I can with some of the questions that people have and um, We'll have a couple breaks tonight. For those of you joining us for the first time, I'm, I'm happy to have you here. For those of you who have been here before and aren't, uh, aren't tired of learning about finance, I am super happy to have you guys back. And I encourage you to reach out anytime to email me. I'm happy to do that. Uh, we're gonna have a break come up here just in another two minutes or so. And when we come back from the break, we're gonna dive into some of the benefits of financial planning. I've got six. I, make, I find it's easier if we have a number. Um, it's easier for me to keep track of where I am, but it's also easier, I think, for you listening to be, uh, when, is, when does the topic start and when does the topic end? When I tell you there's six benefits of financial planning, you'll know when I hit number six, we got something else coming up. So that's one of the cool things there. Um, what I'm going to do is uh, we're going to move into our first break of the night and I, uh, I'm going to encourage you to stay with us um, and even after tonight check out our the rest of our network because uh, like I mentioned there's a lot of really good stuff and this is the perfect time of the year to plan what you're going to listen to what you're going to put in your mind because we've all heard you are the average of the five uh, people you hang around with the most. Um, we've all heard the people say that what you put in your mind is how, what's, you know, what sculpts you, what you put in your body, sculpts your body. It's the same thing. What we do and what we, what we do to ourselves mentally, what we tell ourselves, what we believe, what we, what we believe when we hear things that may not be true, um, what we read, all of that affects how we think. And it's, it really plays to your mindset. Now I know I'm not a mindset expert by any stretch. And we had, so we have on the, this network here, we have other people who are way, way more knowledgeable there than I am, but I do know mindset has a huge part to do with your finances. So that's one of the things that I do talk a little bit about. And I encourage you to, to uh, learn more about if you're one of those people that thinks that that could never happen for me, or I'll never get my finances straight, or I'll never get out of debt, or I'll never save for my future, or I'll never save for my kids' education. Um, you, you're right. Whatever you say is true if you believe it. So if you think you never will, then you never will. And that's where we need to work with you on your mindset. Because uh, the reality is you absolutely can. I've seen it. We, I've worked with people who've done it. 
Um, you absolutely can. And it's not as necessarily the big daunting uh, project that you sometimes think it is. So tonight we'll talk about the plan. This is the perfect time, the beginning of the year. We're going to tackle 2021 and all its challenges that we know about and that we don't know about. But uh, we're going to tackle that right after our first break. So don't go anywhere. You're listening to the Inspired Choices Network. And this is Kathy Cook-Noble, your host of Financially Speaking. And I'll be right back. Too many of us get caught up in the unreal lives of reality television and complete to acquire stuff, which is setting us up to accumulate lots of debt. We're scared, confused, and don't know who to talk to. By tuning into Financially Speaking Radio Show with financial advisor and educator Kathy Cook-Noble, you'll learn tips you can use to improve your financial health, which in turn can improve your overall health and make for a very happy life. Live a life you can afford and enjoy. It is possible. Listen for Financially Speaking Radio Show every Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 3 p.m. Central, 2 p.m. Mountain, and 1 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email become a host at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is the Financially Speaking Show with financial advisor and educator Kathy Cook Noble. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to Kathy at bookkeepplus.ca. Now back to the program. Welcome back, everyone. You are listening to Financially Speaking on the Inspired Choices Network, and I'm going to be with you tonight. I'm your host, Kathy Cook-Noble, and tonight we're going to talk about planning because we're sort of at the beginning of the year. We're whipping through this month already, um, but tonight we're going to talk about planning and uh, specifically financial planning since uh, it is financially speaking, and I do like the financial stuff. Uh, so first question is really, what is financial planning? It sounds like something that's a, a big daunting task and we're going to have to know math and um, we're going to have to know a lot of terms and language that we don't understand. And while that's true for people like me, <laughs> because we do spend some time in the math area, uh, the reality of it is that's our job to understand the different places that you can invest in the different performances of funds and companies. Um, the, the job of the advisor is to help put the plan together and then to monitor it and to meet and make sure that we're on schedule and we stay on schedule and to make sure that we're investing in the right areas and keeping it, uh, keeping track of what's going on and if there's some changes that need to be made. So that's our job, sort of, in a nutshell. There's more to it, but that's it in a nutshell for an advisor. Your job as an individual is to understand your stuff, is to ask questions, 
if you're going to work with an advisor, find one you're comfortable with. If it's somebody you are not comfortable with, then that's not your advisor because you have to be comfortable talking to them about your money and uh, your retirement plans and your kids' plans or your education plans for them, if there are some. Um, your, your plans in general, if it's going to be you want to leave a legacy and do charity work uh, with some of your money, it's no problem. These are all conversations you're going to have. And I, I find enough in North America that people are uncomfortable talking about money in a lot of areas. Uh, and and I, I get it that it's not something that people um, are comfortable talking about every day. And it's probably not part of our normal conversation. Uh, I think it should be because there's always something going on financially, uh, whether or not it's a pandemic and how that money is, uh, what's going to roll out in the US as far as a stimulus plan, what's gonna roll out in Canada, uh, and how that's going to be administered. These are all things that I think we should be talking about, not just when there's something like that happening, but in our own time, in our own life. So what is financial planning? So financial planning is really to put a plan in place to help a consumer or an individual stay on track, to actually outline what their overall path is, to outline what the plan is, to make sure that they understand what they do need to do to achieve the plan. It is the job of um, the advisor to make sure things stay on track. Um, it's the job of the individual to tell the advisor when things change. So if you get married, if you have a baby, if you get divorced, um, if you move, these are all life events that you have to tell your advisor. Otherwise he or she can't help you with the plan, either amending it or putting it in place. So the advisor is um, there to guide you to make yourself successful financially. Um, these are the questions that we get asked a lot and I'll share those with you. And, and our job is to help you answer these questions. It's also our job to help you ask these questions. So how much should I save for retirement? We all have different incomes. We all have different jobs. We all have different goals. Um, we all have different um, structures with work. So some people get hourly, some are salary, some have pensions, some do not, some have uh, retirement contributions to their RSP or 401ks or what have you. Uh, but for the most part, um, we're saving for our own retirement. There are uh, definitely areas of industry that have some pensions, but the reality is there's not a lot of businesses that have pensions that are going to support you in your retirement. Um, for the most part. So we're going to save for our, ourselves. Um, so how much should I save for retirement? Uh, what's the amount of life insurance that I need if you, if you need it? Because insurance is all part of the retirement plan too and all part of your financial plan. Because remember on shows before when I've talked about insurance, life insurance specifically, um, it's not necessarily about uh, you. <laughs> it's actually not about you at all. It's about what's right, what you need for your family. And it's about uh, what we can do with different products to work into our plan. So it's sometimes about estate planning. It's sometimes about tax planning because life insurance isn't as boring as a lot of people think it is. It's actually pretty cool. And there's a lot of stuff we can do with it. Uh, what type of, of investments should I own? So our job is to do what's called a, a, a needs analysis of you and find out what your risk tolerance is. How comfortable are you and at what level of comfort do you have um, at certain levels in the market? So some people are comfortable if the market drops 10%, some people in the, are comfortable if it drops 20, some people are comfortable if it drops two. And that's what you need to know as an advisor. And that's our job to help you with figuring out that. 
Um, can we afford a new house? Uh, is there a way we can save on taxes? These are all questions that we help answer and uh, or should help answer. <laughs> but uh, these are all things that you want to ask if you want to move, if you want to buy a new car, if you want to buy a cottage, a retirement home, if you want to travel. These are all questions. Uh, how can I afford it? Um, because a lot of times people honestly just don't see how they can afford it. So that's why you might want to work with an advisor. Um, uh, there's another, I think there's another big reason that you would want to work with an advisor. Uh, maybe, maybe two big reasons actually. Uh, but the one is that person that you're going to work with and isn't just trained in finance, <clears throat> but they're also trained to be emotionally detached from the, the numbers. So it's our job to explain things and uh, help you understand that investing emotionally is what gets a lot of people in trouble. So it's okay to get excited about investing, either good or bad. But when you invest emotionally, that's usually when you sell low and buy high, which is exactly the opposite of the mantra that we're used to hearing about, you know, sell high and buy low. Um, so that's one thing that I find an advisor is, is very good at. They're helping you stay, you might get emotional about it. And if you had the control in your hand to sell or buy something in your investment portfolio, that you might do it in an emotional state. You also might do it in a state that's going to trigger uh, a tax implication or other kind of penalty or something. So that's the job of the advisor to maintain that calm, rational approach. The other nice uh, selling feature, if you will, of working with an advisor is an advisor's job is to help you understand your plan and stay on it. So it's very easy for all of us. Very easy. If you haven't got anyone to be accountable to, or if you haven't got anyone that you have to ask about cashing something in or uh, decreasing a contribution limit, then it's easy to do. If you have somebody that you have to be accountable to, it's still your money. It's still your choice. It's still your prerogative to do what you want. But at least you can have a conversation with someone to say, do I really want to make a, a withdrawal from my future self to buy a fill in the blank, a car, a boat, a new pair of shoes, a new coat, go on a trip, whatever the case is. That's when you have a conversation with your advisor to say, uh, does that make sense? Is that something that's going to get me from where I am today to where I want to be? And am I going to be happy about that? Because we know, I, like I said, it's very, very easy for us to spend that money and not have anyone accountable to. And then you look back, you're like, where did all that money go? Like what happened? So that's one of the important things that a financial advisor or financial planner brings to the table. So if you're considering working with a financial person, these are all things that you want to consider about whether or not uh, it's truly whether or not you're really, really ready to commit to doing a financial plan because that is going to be their job and that's what they're going to want to do. Um, some studies have shown that on an average, people with a financial plan hold 60% more advisory assets than clients without a plan. And you build a successful uh, portfolio, you stay on track, um, which means you increase your wealth 
um, grow your platform. There's just all kinds of, uh, I think there's just all kinds of advantages. Now, don't get me wrong. There are some disadvantages and some disadvantages usually, in my opinion, fall into um, you got the wrong person. They don't understand you. They're not on track. They don't, uh, they don't listen to you. Um, they're not helping you plan where you want to be. They're doing what they think you should do. So don't get me wrong. There's definitely, um, there's definitely ups and downs on, on every single thing. There's pros and cons, but I think if you find the right advisor, then you'll find that, uh, it should work out really well for you. Uh, some of the misconceptions that people have about a financial plan and working with an advisor is that they're too expensive. Um, <laughs> what was, was the, there's a saying I used to have on the wall on our whiteboard in the kitchen. I think it was something to the effect of if you think, um, if you think the bill for a professional is expensive, wait till you see the one for, um, an amateur or something. Cause you end up redoing the work over and over. Uh, I forget something to that effect, but I just remember thinking for a while that it was up there. That's, that's so true. You try and get, you do the cheapest price because you're looking at the amount and then you end up spending twice as much because you still need the professional to come in and fix what the amateur did. Um, and a lot can be said about that with financial planning. So the cost of preparing, it varies. Um, some are fee for service, some are fee-based, some are commission paid by the companies on the investments if there are some. Um, you can ask the advisor and they'll tell you They'll tell you how they get paid or how you pay them. Um, they can help you stay on track and uh, achieve your goals. They'll, they'll help you be aware and consciously aware of what's happening with your financial uh, situation. Um, a recent study found that 63% of people agreed they worried less about money because they had a financial plan. And 73% of the respondents believe that financial planning has helped them have a greater peace of mind. So I think peace of mind is um, definitely uh, not as stated, not as uh, conscious of us, but peace of mind when you think about uh, finances don't always go together, but I think it's really, really important that you have peace of mind with what you're doing so you can sleep well at night. Uh, we are up to our second break already. So I'm gonna take our second break of the night. And then we're going to come back and talk a little bit more about financial planning. So don't go anywhere. You're listening to the uh, Inspired Choices Network. I'm your host, Kathy Cook-Noble, and this is Financially Speaking. We'll be right back. Too many of us get caught up in the unreal lives of reality television and complete to acquire stuff, which is setting us up to accumulate lots of debt. We're scared, confused, and don't know who to talk to. By tuning into Financially Speaking Radio Show with financial advisor and educator Kathy Cook-Noble, you'll learn tips you can use to improve your financial health, which in turn can improve your overall health and make for a very happy life. Live a life you can afford and enjoy. It is possible. Listen for Financially Speaking Radio Show every Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 3 p.m. Central, 2 p.m. Mountain, and 1 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Money is complicated, right? Actually, no, it's not. You don't have to be a trader on Wall Street to get a handle on your money. 
TV shows often instill fear to keep you believing you can't understand it or do anything yourself. If dealing with your finances brings up a lot of other F-words, then you need to read All Ladies Should Use the F-Word, A Guide to Loving Your Finances by Kathy Cook Noble. Kathy helps you take control of your finances and leave the other F-word, fear, in the dust. This is the Financially Speaking Show with financial advisor and educator, Kathy Cook-Noble. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at inspirechoicesnetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to kathy at bookkeepplus.ca. Now back to the program. Welcome back, everyone. You are listening to Financially Speaking on the Inspired Choices Network, and I am your host, Kathy Cook-Noble. And for those of you just joining, we're talking about financial planning. For those who have been with us, I thank you for uh, joining us again. Um, I have to share with you a little shameless plug. So my friend and our fearless leader here at uh, the Inspired Choices Network, Christine MacGyver, will will, uh, appreciate and not... um, won't get me in trouble. So this is the book that all ladies should use the F word, a guide to loving your finances. Uh, I say it's a shameless plug because I wrote it. I wrote it for the sole purpose of helping women understand their finances better. That's it. Uh, it's good for men. It's good for women. It is meant to be um, a very basic, easy to understand finance book. And uh, I, I hope that's what we achieved. I think we. I think that's what I. That's what I. Um, Based on the comments and feedback I get, it sounds like that's uh, what we did. Um, and what I, I would encourage people to do, uh, if you can't remember all that I'm telling you, you can take notes. But uh, the book that I wrote just helps people, gives you some tips on overall planning and things to look for. It shares a little bit about um, what can go wrong if you don't have planning. And I think most of us know that part. But the nice part is it also shows us what can go right when we have some planning. So I, if you if you're looking for a little something to read because you're locked up in a in a lockdown for a pandemic, it's a pretty easy read. It's not a big book, um, and all the downloadables are free on our website that we're just um, updating now, actually. So thank you for letting me share that, and I'm going to share with you the top ten reasons why financial planning is important. So I'm just going to run through them. They're not in any particular order because it just depends on what's important to you. But uh, top 10 reasons financial planning is important. One is income. It's possible to manage your income more effectively and more efficiently when when you have a plan. And managing your income, it helps you understand your money and not just with what you're spending on, but what you're saving on, how your taxes are being done. It helps you and forces you to look at your income. So income is important. The second thing is cash flow. It helps you to increase your cash flow, believe it or not. Planning helps you increase your cash flow because now you're monitoring your patterns and your habits and you're consciously tracking your cash, which means you're consciously aware of what you're spending your money on and you're consciously aware of how much money's coming in. So I have to say the biggest one people say to me is um, they are surprised at how much they spend on fast food specifically fast coffee. (laughs) And they're usually very surprised by that. 
because now you are forced to look at because you don't think $2, $3, $5 is very much money. But when you start to add it up over a 30 day period, it is always surprising. Uh, it, not, it isn't always, a lot of the time it's surprising, especially the people who are using it a lot. So the third thing we're gonna look at is capital. An increase in your cash flow can lead to an increase in capital. So just by pay, paying attention, it allows you to consider investments and that improves your overall financial well-being. So if we're saving more money, we might be putting some money into long-term, our long-term plan for an investment or our short-term savings or an emergency fund. Uh, either way, we're putting money away and we're paying attention to it. Um, next, we have family security. Providing your family's financial security, is a, a, that is a very important part of the process. The whole reason we're doing this planning and this financial awareness for our lives is so that us and our families can be better off and happier and financially more secure. And um, it's, you know, I tell people all the time, it's not about the money, but try and do something without it. <laughs> you know, if you wanna go on a trip or if you wanna pay for your, your house or your kid's education, or you wanna buy a new couch, or if your dog needs surgery, like these are all things we can't do without money, but we give money at this power that it has over us. And the reality is we have the power over it. All we have to do is put a plan together on what we're going to do with it and how we're going to spend it. The money doesn't have power over us. We actually have the power and the fear keeps us from taking that power and making it work. And that's what the financial plan is going to help you with. So that gives you the financial security, the proper insurance coverage, which is all part of the plan um, that can help peace of mind for you and your, your loved ones. So if anything happens, uh, we have a plan in place for that. So when I say financial plan, I mean the whole thing, the whole financial plan. Um, investments, of course, is part of it, a proper plan. It'll consider all your personal circumstances, your objectives, your risk tolerance that I mentioned. Um, and this is kind of the guide to choosing the right investment. And this is where the advisor really comes in to say, hey, these are the investments that I'm recommending. It fits all the profile pieces that we talked about. And therefore, this is why I'm saying we should put something, you know, a certain amount of money in this particular area. That's the advisor where they come in. It helps with your standard of living. So the savings that created from good planning can be very beneficial in difficult times. And I don't think now you could find a better time than to talk about your finances. If you have been uh, prudent with your finances and you have a plan and you've been very good putting money away, then in these times when people are not employed and they can't be, they can't be employed because businesses are shut down, um, these are the times when you really realize how important it is to have good planning because you have um, the funding to help you through these difficult times. Um, and if that's not your situation right now, then now is the time where you're thinking, why well, I'm going to put a good plan in place and this won't happen again, because next time we have a financial, uh, crisis and it doesn't have to be a pandemic across the world. It can be a financial crisis where you have to stay home and help someone with their health, or you need to help a, a an aging parent, or you might have any other kind of emergency where the car engine blows up or the dishwasher blows up. These are all things you're going to be prepared for because you're going to be financially well planned out. Um, you're going to have a financial understanding, better financial understanding is achieved when you have financial goals that are measurable. And I say this all the time, I am the most boring person probably to live with because I'm a broken record. But um, 
if you don't write it down, it's just a dream. It's an idea. Uh, but writing it down makes it a goal. It, it solidifies your commitment to that goal. And that's what the financial plan does. You write it down and you understand, and now you can measure it. So you might not have it written down, but your advisor has something that says, our goal is to have a million dollars in the next 40 years before I retire. And how we're going to do that is we're going to put X amount of dollars a month into a certain area. And we're going to invest that every month, month after month, and you're not going to withdraw the money. And then you can measure it because you can see, I have $100,000, I have $200,000, and you can see where you're at. So it's measurable. Um, so it helps you with your financial understanding. You're like, yeah, that, that works. Or I want to go on a trip and I need $10,000. So I'm going to save a certain amount of money every week or every month. And I'm going to set that aside. And then I know in two years or two and a half years, whatever your trip is, that you have the money set aside. And if you have a little bit extra, well, isn't that just wonderful to go in the long-term plan? Uh, it helps you with assets. It's a, you can have a little cushion in the form of an asset. Um, there might be some liabilities that come attached to assets. I see this all the time with people who don't pay uh, for 18 months or whatever those deals are. So they can go out and they buy new furniture or, or whatever the, the case is. And, you know, there's no plan. So in 18 months or 12 months or 24 months, whatever it is, then all of a sudden that money's due and they're not ready and they're paying high interest. So you have to be aware of these things that uh, you're signing up for and you're committing to. Um, so these assets are nice. It's important. You want to determine the real value of the asset when you buy something. Uh, it's the knowledge of setting it uh, or canceling the liability. You have to understand your finances and the overall process and how this works in the future. So how much is the couch worth? Do you have the money that you're setting aside right now so that in the 18 months when the money's due that you have it and you've made a good financial plan because you've just taken the exact same amount of money and just prolonged it 18 months. So you were able to hold on to your money 18 months and make it work for you. Or did you just spend the money and in 18 months you don't have it and now you're going to be paying interest. So the couch is actually going to cost you two or three times, whatever it was. These are things that you want to ask yourself. Savings is another reason why financial planning is important. So we've always heard you got to save for the for a rainy day. Well, the reality is a rainy day can be anything. It can be um, like the things I mentioned before. It could be the dishwasher stopped working or the washing machine doesn't work anymore or you need to buy um, repairs for the car because the brakes need to get done or it needs winter tires this year. Who knows what it could be? It could be you need a surprise uh, surgery that you weren't expecting for your pet or for yourself uh, for that matter. And you're gonna be off for a little bit. These are all savings that we could use for a rainy day. And then uh, another reason why financial planning is important is because you're gonna have ongoing advice. And at least that's the plan. If you're with the right advisor who you're comfortable with, uh, you establish a relationship with your advisor. And if you trust them, then the financial advisor, and you have a good relationship with them, then that particular person is going to uh, be somebody that you are comfortable with and you're going to call up depending on what the level of relationship is. Uh, I have people who want to talk to me only when I need to talk to them about their finances. Some people I talk to once a year and some people are, I'll call you if I need you. And because they're that comfortable. 
Uh, it just depends on what your level of comfort in. But the idea is when you're working with an advisor and you're working on a financial plan, you're going to have ongoing advice. So the advisor is going to say you're getting closer to retirement. The advice is we're going to change some of your risk profile investments, uh, some of your riskier investments into something that matches your risk profile now that you're older or now that you're retiring because your risk profile will change. So you're going to constantly have different levels of advice and um Summer is just easy questions. Some people can just call up and, hey, I have a quick question. Can I afford to buy a car? And some people have a, another question like, hey, we just had a baby and uh, how do we start planning for the future? So these are all ongoing advice scenarios that you're gonna have with your advisor. So these are some of uh, the reasons why planning is important. Some 10, 10 very good, important reasons why financial planning is important. I encourage, um, I encourage you to, Think about it. I, I'm, I'm certainly not saying everyone has to work with an advisor. Um, I do know lots of advisors who are fantastic. I know others that could, you know, improve a bit. Um, but that's every industry, right? We all have, uh, there's always good and, and not so good. And unfortunately, I think sometimes in the press and movies like Wall Street uh, make advisors get painted, not necessarily with the best brush, but uh, um, the reality of it is the, the important information that can be provided to you, for you, and with your advisor can save you a lot of stress and uh, help you with your family's financial plan. We are up to our third and final break of the night. We are going to take a break and we come back. We'll just talk about the uh, six benefits of financial planning that I think you might want to focus on and we'll wrap up our conversation for tonight and we'll hopefully get some of you motivated to get a plan in place or if you have one review your plan and make sure it's still correct and if you don't have one then and you're thinking maybe you should then maybe we have swayed you just a tiny bit to get one so don't go anywhere you are listening to financially speaking on the inspired choices network and i'm your host kathy cook noble we'll be right back Too many of us get caught up in the unreal lives of reality television and complete to acquire stuff, which is setting us up to accumulate lots of debt. We're scared, confused, and don't know who to talk to. By tuning into Financially Speaking Radio Show with financial advisor and educator Kathy Cook Noble, you'll learn tips you can use to improve your financial health, which in turn can improve your overall health and make for a very happy life. Live a life you can afford and enjoy. It is possible. Listen for Financially Speaking Radio Show every Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 3 p.m. Central, 2 p.m. Mountain, and 1 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is the Financially Speaking Show with financial advisor and educator Kathy Cook-Noble. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to Kathy at bookkeepplus.ca. Now back to the program. Welcome back, everyone. You're listening to Financially Speaking on the Inspired Choices Network. And I'm your host, Kathy Cook-Noble. And tonight we've been talking about planning. 
And sometimes it's not always the uh, sexiest conversation or the most fun that people, I don't understand why, because I think it's a lot of fun. But um, for some reason, it's possible that not everybody likes the idea of talking about financial planning. But here's what I know. If you take the time and you're bored just a tiny bit, take a little bit of boredom today so that uh, you're not going to be bored tomorrow when you're saving and your retirement fund looks like you want it to look and you're able to do those things that you want to do when you're retired, um, then I think you will appreciate that just being a little bit bored today is worth it for the long term. Uh, I'm, I'm always reminded of the, um, the quote that Jim Rohn said, and I always think it's, it's appropriate for anything. Um, we are going to have pain in our life. And at the end of it, it's either going to be the pain of discipline or the pain of regret. And I, I, I remember that all the time. I, I say it all the time. I have it written in my, my kitchen on the wall because it reminds me that do you want to have a little bit of pain today by being disciplined with your financial plan? Or do you want to have pain when you're 70 years old and you can't retire because you regret not having done it? So one of the two things is going to happen. One of the two kinds of pains we must endure, <laughs> not to be the party pooper today, but this is the reality of it. One of two types of pains we will endure. So it is your choice. That's the good news. You have the complete ability. You have the complete choice. You have the complete control to decide whether you're going to have a tiny bit of pain today for discipline, or if you're going to have the pain of regret tomorrow. So these are things, and that's not just in finance, everyone, by the way, that is in your choices in life in general. So whether or not you try, um, starting that business, whether you try changing jobs, whether you work up the courage to ask that person out that you like, uh, whatever the case is, that is that is exactly the kind of two pains that we have a choice in making. And I, I've said it before, and I'm always reminded of it because I'm always fascinated by Jeff Bezos' story and the building of Amazon. And he asks, and I, and I do this, I've adopted his practice because I think it's quite good. Uh, he very simply sits down and asks his 80-year-old 80 80 year self, Am I going to regret doing this or am I going to regret not doing this? So if you sit down with your 80 year old self and you say, am I going to regret um, saving for my retirement? I'm pretty sure you're going to answer that question is no. If you sit down with your 80 year old self and you regret not having saved for your retirement or not giving yourself the opportunity to enjoy the trip that you wanted to enjoy because you didn't save for it. I think that's probably going to be your answer. So the last a couple minutes, I want to share the six benefits of the financial plan. It helps to get you out of debt, for starters. Um, you get more comfortable with your money. You start getting comfortable talking about it. You decide you're going to get away from that financial burden of debt, and you work with the, someone or you do it yourself. However it is, if you're disciplined to do it yourself, then you can, but you're going to get out of debt. You're going to plan for the unplanned. So the unpredictability of life, which we all know way too well right now, um, we are going to be ready for things that we don't know it's coming. So we're going to plan. We're going to be planned for that unplanned. We are going to have peace of mind, which means uh, this is crucial, crucial to financial stress. People stress about money all the time. 
but we're going to put a plan in place and that's going to give us peace of mind. And that means we're going to have less stress, which means we're going to be healthier. We're going to be happier. We're going to be more pleasant to be around. People are going to want to be around us. We're going to live longer because it's not going to affect our health negatively, hopefully. Um, and uh, we're just going to be mentally healthy. So that's the third, the then or fourth, I'm sorry. And then we have asset allocation. Financial planning allows you to balance your risk and reward associated with your diversified portfolio. So what does that mean? You're going to have a balance between highs and low risks and what really works for you and your comfort level, like I mentioned before, on your uh, portfolio analysis. Um, it's also going to help you with tax reduction. Yes, yes, it is. It's going to help us with uh, lots of ways to coordinate your financial plan to make sure it's uh, efficient, make sure it's it's appropriate tax-wise. We're going to make sure that, and I'm going to add to that, tax reduction is also part of your estate plan. So we're going to make sure that we have things laid out properly. You're going to choose an appropriate strategy legally that will permit you to make advances towards your goal moving forward. Um, there's nothing wrong with a good tax plan. Tax planning, I'm not talking tax evasion. That is illegal. That is not a great idea for anybody. I don't care who you are. Um, but tax planning is a great idea for everybody because that means you're, you're, you're paying attention to where you are. You're paying attention to what you have and you're paying attention to um, how much money you're going to be required to submit to the government at different stages in your life, either in retirement or in death or in your annual income tax filing, whatever the case is. So hopefully that helps a little bit, give you some personal planning, either incentive or ideas. And if nothing else, these things do not have to be perfect. This is a living document. It's a, an evolving document that you and your advisor work together on, that you work on yourself if you'd like. Um, but I do know one thing, and, and I love this quote, and I, I will say to you, money speaks one language. If you save me today, I'll save you tomorrow. And that is the only language that money speaks. And I mentioned at the beginning of the show that money does not control you and money does not control your fear. You actually control it. And once we start to put into perspective the right mindset, like I mentioned before, if we need to work on our mindset, that could be the biggest part of a financial plan is getting your mindset right. And I've seen that with people. That is the biggest part of the financial plan. It's not the income. It's not the expenses. It's the mindset. Once we figure out what it is that we need to focus on and we get that corrected or, or we get that um, evolved to the point where we can really make a good plan work, then that's a huge, huge success. And that's exactly what we do. So I thank you all for joining me tonight and, and every Monday night. And I encourage you to check us out on the Inspired Choices Network and to check back in on Monday nights on Financially Speaking, where we'll be here talking about your money, your way, your time. Thank you for choosing to listen to Financially Speaking Radio Show. Kathy Cook Noble will return next Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 3 p.m. Central, 2 p.m. Mountain, and 1 p.m. Pacific on InspireChoicesNetwork.com. We hope you'll join us. Until then, have the best week of your life by making the choices that bring you all that you desire.